And it's 8 o'clock, even though the clock says 7 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock on Wednesday night. And I'm here, live, in the station. J-Root Radio, Simcha Cohen. And it's good to be on the air. It's good to be on J-Root Radio. J-Root Radio is the lifeline for so many people. And it's changed so many lives. And I'm so happy to be part of it. And I say that all the time. But this is the Ask Dr. Simcha Hour or whatever. And the call-in number is 718-683-5858. 718-683-5858. And we are now right before Shodesh Nisan. And we are about to start Sefer Vayikra. Okay. Korbanot. I'm a Kohen. So it's my favorite, favorite part of the Torah, we talk about the Korbanot and, and all the all the jobs of the Kohanim, Hashem. We're all going to be doing, we're going to be actualizing that soon. And it's about to be Pesach and everybody's busy between Purim and Pesach. Everybody's busy with just getting ready and doing things and nobody has time to think about anything. And we're so full of mitzvot. We're so full of mitzvot. And we're so overwhelmed by mitzvot. Such a rich, rich time in our year. And, and it's such a beautiful time. And I think that one of the most unbelievable things is between the Matanot Lev Yonim and then the Kimcha, the Pischa, and all the unbelievable chesed, this has got to be one of the most uh, monumental times of the year when everything moves. And Kosh Baruch it's Musugal for Nisim. You have the Mazal of Adar, and then you have the Nisim of Nisan. You have so much, so much can happen in this time. And we have to just just expect the Igulash Shlema to come at this time. The number to call in is 718-683-5858. And I want to call out to teenagers. If there are any teenagers listening to this show, I'd love to hear from you. Because a lot of times, maybe something you want to bring up. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to bring up is um, teenagers may not have a forum to say what bothers them and what turns them off whether it's in school, whether it's at home. And maybe there are adults that listen. You know what? If you want to, if you want to call in and say what's on your mind, things that bother you, things that you think, you know what? I find some of the most insightful and important messages that I've heard and learned in my life have come from teenagers, come from young men and women who are experiencing life and looking at life in a different way than we do as adults. And if they're able to maybe say it and express it, maybe we can have, you know, change the world. And when you're a teenager, you need to like really think of the fact that you are the future. And if you look at your life that you could change the world, then you will change the world. And even if it means changing one person, even if it means affecting one person or making one person feel good or doing a chesed or doing a mitzvah that affects one person and on the contrary as well, you have no idea. You have no idea the power that you have. And the truth is now is the time in your life to get yourself used to doing these things. You do it when you're a teenager, you get yourself into it. You have free time. You have the ability to do so much. You have the ability to change the world. So I'm reaching out to teenagers and I'm saying, if you're listening, pick up the phone and give me a call. 
Tell me what's on your mind. Um, one of the things that's on my mind is um, we talk about Korbanot and we're starting to talk about the Korbanot. I think about the first Korban that was ever given in since the creation of the world. Of course, that was Cain and Hevel. And we know that Cain and Hevel brought, brought Korbanot and Hevel's Korban was better than Cain's, right? And Cain got jealous and he killed Hevel. The question is, if he brought a better Korban, then why was it just that he got killed? Why, why was it that he got killed if he brought a better Korban? He got punished, he got killed. He, he was taken out of the world. And, and, Hevel, and, and Cain was the one that survived. So the question is, if he had a better korban and he served Hashem better, then what was the point? And what was the point that Hashem taught Cain? He should have told him, Cain, you brought the lousy korban. What are you? What? What are you? What are you complaining about? But Cain also brought to the world. He was the first Baal Teshubah. He was the first person that took responsibility for something he did wrong. And accepted, accepted responsibility. And, and, and he was the one that he, 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 he acknowledged what he did wrong. And he did Teshubah. So the answer is that Cain, the message to Cain was, even though Hevel's Korban may have been better and may have been accepted, but to be jealous and to realize that your Korban was Pachot and to Eliminate him because of that. If you bring your korban with the right kavanah and with the right intention and you give with the right heart, then it's better. And that has kiyum. That exists. And that's there. It's lasting. Yes, sometimes people that have a lot and people that have tremendous amount, they give tremendous amount, they get the accepted korban. They look like they get the notoriety. But who lasts? The person who's humble the person who gives what he can give and the person who knows how to accept responsibility. And it was from Cain that the generations of the world came. It was from Cain that the Kiyum that exists in the world came. So I want to talk about, I want to talk about sacrifice and understanding what sacrifice is. Things that we could do. Sometimes a little kid can do something, and to an adult it doesn't seem much. But we try hard, and the question is, do adults appreciate when kids try hard? Do adults appreciate when kids are really putting their effort in and doing the best they can? This is a time when adults can really, really appreciate children. If you let your kids help out, you let your kids participate and you involve your kids in what goes on, then you know what? You give your kids the opportunity to feel a part of the holiday. It's a tremendous, tremendous gift to give your child. Don't say, you know what? I don't need you to do it. I'll hire somebody to do it. I can do it myself. If you just, just include kids in what goes on. It could be a tremendous gift to a child. 
So it's another thing I want to talk about. If kids who enjoy helping out, I'd like them to call and tell me about it. Parents should hear. You know what? Kids do like to help. It's 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 a good thing. It's a good thing. What do you say? Nisim, you're quiet. No. Okay, he's answering the phones. Could not could not survive without Nisim. But kids need to feel like they are a part of what's going on. That's so important. I remember that I had my jobs when I was growing up, and I enjoyed the fact that I had my jobs. One of my jobs was cleaning, cleaning the bathroom because I like to do that. I'm not going to get into that and try and understand that. But that was something that I did, and my sister was very happy to let me do it because I like to do it. So I got to do that job. And um, if you if you are able to give, then you're able to enjoy. Hi, you are on the air. Hi, you're on the air. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah. You got to know your radio, Tadik. Yeah. I'll get this. Don't, don't be nervous. Hello? Okay. Oh, well. You know what? Sometimes someone will call up and they'll be nervous to talk. Don't be nervous. Very relaxed. It's no big deal. It's, uh, you know, that's, uh, you're talking about Coban, you know, Coban, not sacrificed. Yeah. And uh, many times we don't appreciate what is uh, to give so much. And uh, we we speaking uh, speaking about it so much in the radio because all the idea of to be Yiddish kaito uh, yeah. dude is giving. It's not waiting for somebody else to do. It's giving, 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 giving. And I had uh, a nice boat and said that uh, I don't make exactly the name of it. I had it for my but to be alive, but about kind and evil that basically that evil. Had kind, it's a midrash. I don't, know, I don't remember the, exactly the midrash, but he said that Evan was the arrogant person. He brought the, the, you know, he brought the korban, but he didn't share it with his brother and said, you know, my brother, my dear brother, I, I you know, you, you're doing something wrong here by, by giving it, uh, you know, I, something I, I, wrong. I, you know, I, I was afraid to say that. You now know, that you but, said it, name of Revelief, it's, that it's, is what it's, I felt. It's really, it's really something, and you see the punishment that is evaporate, evaporate. Yeah. You know, it's in a said, you know, and kind stay, because you say you, you even that you see in the Torah that they basically uh, they come and. Be after before he murdered Evel, he spoke with him, right? And what he spoke with him—that's the the question. What trigger kind to kill him? Is it something that oh, you are not worth nothing? God took me right. for me. Oh no, on that something this level, you know. And it's very important to see what is what our action. Many times, many times we don't understand what is going to lead. You know, and I I spoke yesterday. I'm very I don't know about. Uh, I think yesterday or Sunday, but the two different personalities that are right now in the, uh, was in the top of the world. One of them is was Stephen Jobs, mm-hmm. and the other one is Bill Gates. Right, right. Two geniuses, two crazy rich people. Right, and which when which way is they taking each other? Right, right. So with with Stephen Jobs was very egoistic, 
unpleasant personality. Nobody liked to walk with him. Right. He didn't give a penny. He gave a penny for charity. It was philosophy that if you want to get money, work for this. It right. doesn't matter what, what you're doing, but you have to work with it. He was so bad employer that nobody wanted to work, but it was really amazing. Right. And what happened? God told him, you know what? It's time, your time finish and just evaporate. No children, nothing. With all the billions of dollars that he has in a bank account, nothing. It's not worth nothing. He didn't even have a father. No, he, nothing. He, he, nothing. Exactly, exactly. Do you see this something? It's like something some that the Kadosh Baruch gave to show us black and white. And you need to and know Bill Gates Bill Foundation gives, give billions is of one of the most benevolent foundations in the entire yeah. world. Yeah. And Bill Gates was the biggest nerd in high school and school. He was the biggest reject. Yeah. And I'm saying that, you see, this is what, what to show us. What is your attention and where is your leading, or, you know? But you know. And the, the, final, the final result, where are you going to be in right. the end, you know? Be, but, because all of us will finish the same location. But what, one of the things that I was thinking is kids very often will feel that they can do something because it doesn't matter. They're just kids. And what's the difference if they do it? I want kids to know that your contribution is sometimes so much more important than the contribution of adults or people. Sometimes, you know what? If you have a kid, let's say not good at sports, he thinks, why should I play? I'm not good anyways. And I'm not going to make the shot anyways. But for, But when you have a kid who could be on in, in the game, they can't look at it that way. They cannot look at the fact that they're guys that are big stars or that are big successes, and they're the ones that they get all the attention. So therefore, they shouldn't be a part. It's not possible. They can't look at it that way. Their contribution is so much more important. For the big stars, they do it anyways. But for a kid to feel that they have what to give and they have what to participate and they have what to contribute, it's so important. Shouldn't think, like, what's the, what's the difference? Well, what's the difference? There was one kid when I was in, in Mag and David Yeshiva, there was a little girl, she's a fourth grader, and she wanted to raise money for someone who needed tutoring. Her mother was very involved. She made a raffle on her own. And she took her two favorite toys. And she made on her own a raffle. She sold the raffle a quarter a ticket amongst her friends. And she raised $25. And then she raffled off her two favorite toys. That $25, trust me, was more important than any money, the biggest money that we could raise. Because when I told people about that $25, they wrote checks for hundreds of dollars. I told them, you know what? My first $25 was raised by fourth grader on her own from the goodness of her heart. She did this, her own idea. And that gave the, that gave the impetus, it gave the push, for people to open up their hearts like crazy. Kids, you need to know that you matter. 718-683-5858. Let's take a call. Hi, you're on the air. Who, me? Yes, you. How you doing? 
So, um, what's the topic of this week? Ah, what's the topic of this week? That's a good question. I guess you were holding on and not listening. But what do you what do you want the topic to be? We're talking about what kids could do to contribute. How old are you? Seventeen. Seventeen years old. So let me ask you something. At seventeen years old, what do you think? Do you think that you are going to change the world in your lifetime? Hope so. Okay. And how do you think that you could do that? By doing one thing at a time. Okay. Like also change yourself first and then you can change the whole world. Okay. The beautiful, beautiful insight. That's 100%. And by just realizing that what we do affects the world, it affects, it has a ripple effect. That's the way. And you know what? So that's the topic. Topic today is how we how we can realize that kids really really make a difference. So when we have a show like this and we need a voice for kids to say what they think could be better or what they think could be changed. So that or what they think is good. Teachers sometimes put so much effort and they never get validated. No one ever says, you know what? This teacher did something so nice, did something so good. They walk away thinking, did they ever make a difference? So what do you think? Do you, is there something that you could suggest for kids, for, for people, for adults, that could change the way kids experience life or make things better or things that are something that's really good that you want to comment on? I think that we should learn to teach our kids to say thank you to their teachers. Ah, that's a very profound profound thing. You must be a very intelligent young lady because because you took the responsibility on yourself and you didn't put it on anybody else. And you're right. Hakara Satov is one of the most important midos that a person should have. I, I, I had a lot of luck taking your call. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Good night. Have a good night. Anyways, that was a, that was a very, very substantial caller. Those are very good messages. But I think that Hakarata Tov is, is so important because I think that we very often get, get lost in, in, in the shuffle. You know, but, uh, but also Hakarata Tov is also from the adults to the kids. You 100%. Know? Just, I'm telling you that uh, as a parent, I have to say Hakarata Tov to Gadosh Baruch Hu that giving, gave us the kids and it's only I, for, I, uh, you know, Mishma. Or as, as a picadon, or what do you? Uh, my my life, it, a picadon is, is a is a is a um, it's a I don't know, but it's a gift. It's a gift. It's something to hold on to. We're 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 taking care of it. My I, I can't even talk. If I talk about my kids, I get too emotional. But my kids are my entire existence. I I have no purpose for anything in life except for my kids. And they reciprocate. They give me back such nachat baruch Hashem. And and I think I have the best kids in the world, but I'm not allowed to say that. But but, and I thank Hashem every second, not even every every millisecond. It's like never not in my mind. Because I I, I appreciate the fact that Hashem entrusted me with children. And uh, and I appreciate. I appreciate my kids so much. Even just a smile. Even just a, 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 whatever. I mean, 
What's not to appreciate? And uh, I think parents have to have to. I think that we can't take anything for granted. Can't take anything for granted. And that that's 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 I think very big bottom line. Very big. Anyways, yeah. Hi, you're on the air. How are you? Good. Why are you whispering? Because I, I like to um, oh. help my mother pay for Shabbos. You do? That's so fabulous. And your mother lets you? Yeah. That's so good. Is there anything special that you do? Anything, uh, any- like, I hope, like, I do, I do the dessert. Really? That's the best part of the meal. Your mother trusts you for the best part of the meal. So what's your what's your like best dessert? Um marble cake. Oh man, that's an all-time favorite. Marble cake is definitely definitely top of the line. How old are you? 7. 7 years old and you're baking marble cake? You have a future for, you have a future with for, my mother. <laughs> but listen, you're helping. You're gonna be. You're gonna be right up there. But you know what? The most important thing is you're 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 doing special things for Shabbat. There's nothing greater than that. All right. Hey, well, I, you, you have any special things that you do for Pesach? Does your mother have any great Pesach recipes? Yes. No. Are we out of steam? <laughs> Hello. Okay. Bye. Bye, bye. Okay, hi, you're on the air. Me? Yeah, you. Me? Yeah, you. Still oh. you. Okay, so I wanted to say that that, that I, I, I clean for Pesach, and then uh, my rubby makes a contest that, that you get a stamp every time you clean for Pesach, and if you get a uh, number amount of stamps, you get a prize, and you get a tarassel. That's and awesome. Like, and I cleaned the shelf of and I did some the games down here and some books. That's so awesome, and you feel so good about it. I can hear it in your voice. You feel so good about it, I, and you know what? And you feel so good, and it's it's a good feeling, right? I don't know. I just do whatever my mother tells me. It's just my mother told me to do something. She helps me. I have to help her. You're such a tzaddik. I love it. You're such a what a great kid. You're you're so honest. You're right. That's a, just a very straightforward way of looking at it. But I think that I think that I think that you do enjoy it, and I think that. You enjoy it because you're doing the right thing. You're a really good kid. How old are you? Eight. Eight years old? I was for sure you were thinking you were at least 11. You're a very mature eight-year-old. And your mother trusts you with all those great things? That's that's awesome. You know, those are like real helps. I'm, I'm very impressed. Thank you, thank you, my friend. What's your first name? Yoshua Benyamin. Yoshua Benyamin? Yeah. So you know what? My middle name is your first name. Yeshua, right? That's right. So you told me already once when I, I called I did. It. All right. There you go. So call again, all right? 
Okay. Thanks for calling. Thank you. How you're on the air? You're not on the air. But I'm on the air. <laughs> Anyways, that kid had such a sweet voice. But uh, we're still waiting for the teenagers, you know? Yeah, teenagers. Maybe we, maybe they need their own show. I wish, you know. Uh, that's, uh, all maybe, we, maybe, you know what? Maybe call up. Tell me you want your own show. I, I talk to teenagers all the time. We talk about teenagers. We talk ah. with the organization. And we add the teens, at, you know, the teens show. I don't want to talk about teenagers. No, I want no, to talk with, to with, teenagers. But you know, you cannot be teenage, and in the in the bre- in the head, yes. But uh, I think that I never grew up. Uh, the, uh, both of us, I don't think that uh, <laughs> I'm still a teenager. I get, I get, I, I don't understand people that don't understand the teenagers' world. I don't get it. And you know what? And I I was not any different, and I just get so infuriated when people think that teenagers are they don't understand. You know what? We had the same feelings, and if people just understand, then they then they would they would be different. But uh, yeah, I think that uh, I think that teenagers have a very very important voice that needs to be listened to. Anyways, but uh, I think on every I think the 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 key is. That kids need to feel that you respect them. It doesn't mean that you don't tell them rules. It doesn't mean that you don't give them guidelines. But it means that you respect them. And I think that if we, even when we punish, if we punish with respect, then kids learn a lesson. You know, that when we punish with anger... And we get angry at kids, it just doesn't work. Kids don't understand anger. They don't get the real message. Higher on the air. No more, okay. No, we're not on the air. Right. Anyways, I guess everybody's busy. What is going on tonight? I don't know. Just uh, everybody's uh, learning. Last night, all the girls were at Sarah Schneer thing. Yeah, I know. Uh, and also the, uh, yesterday morning, I think all day there was Sarah Schneer. Uh, I don't know. Last uh, night, I know, I know my, my daughter went yesterday. It was like this huge, huge thing. It was unbelievable. <clears throat> but uh, so, but they're, they're not there tonight. They, they, you know what? Uh, I think that uh, we put maybe a little bit every topic on uh, on the kids. And Maybe, they, uh, but I, I know I think that our kids are so smart; they can take this challenge and try to to work with it. Or so. maybe they are just right now in the I don't know the midterm. I don't know they have midterms. I don't know if it's midterms. To prepare for Pesach stuff. I don't know. Hello. Anyways, so maybe maybe we need a lighter topic. Maybe we need to talk about. No, but uh, you know the three. I think that uh, challenge the the kids. It's it's very important. And, uh, I want to talk about something really, really. I want to make a difference. And I challenge you know I I challenge a kid to call up and tell me something really bothers them. And you know what? Someone who really has something that bothers them, and I want to show them that there's somebody that cares, and there's somebody that will take it seriously. 
Because that's the biggest problem in a lot of kids feel. No one's going to take them seriously anyways. So you know what? J-Root Radio is about affecting change. It's about making things change. And this has to change. You know, if you have something that's on your mind, it may not be something that we may not even agree with you, but if it's something that you need help with, it's on your mind, let us show you that you have a voice. It's a station that listens to you, not just adults. It listens to you, listens to kids. You know what? Uh, one of the, the things that really make me happy to see that uh, show like uh, the, ki- the the junior um, junior Torah kids, you know, with all right, this, right. with Avi and uh, Yuda. I had such trouble diving. Mm-hmm. I had trouble diving because I was yeah, listening to really, it. Really, and you know what? They're taking full responsibility and amazing, amazing of uh, the kids and other people who react. Hi, you're on the air. Anyways, but you know what? I think that, I think that, hi, you're on the air. Hi, um, I'm in a tough spot now. I, it's Arif Pesach, and I'm one of the oldest, and I have a lot of, um, my mother wants me to help her a lot, but my teacher told me I have a critical lens that they do for tomorrow. Um, do you have any advice how I can juggle that? Wow, wow. Um, well, the te- does the teacher know that you have the responsibilities of being the oldest? Yeah. And a lot of times, like, I would I would write an excuse for my oldest, or I would tell the school, that, you know what, the oldest does have a lot of extra responsibility. Is there, I, I look at the two areas of flexibility. I think that as an educator, okay, I think that you're, Obligation to your mother is mitzvah del right of kibbutz aim, and I think that it's very noble that you're helping out your mother. And if your teacher could give you a little flexibility, then it, it might be a good thing. But my question is, do you think the teacher would be capable of doing that? So she gave us time and class to work on it, but I I didn't really have an idea yet, so I couldn't really work on it. So maybe it's a bit my fault, but. I don't know. Well, what what tell, maybe I can help you. What what's what what is the what is the topic that you have to be talking about? It's an essay. A critical essay? Yeah. So, what what is something so the way I used to I I'm a I'm a writer and I I know until I once I get something that's in my gut, in my kishkas, then it takes I was writing an affidavit for somebody. It took me like 4 weeks. And then I finally got to the point where I had it, where I needed. It took me three hours to write what I should, what what I sat on for four weeks. And when I sent it in, they said it was mamash exactly what they were looking for. What but what matters to you? What's something? What's a topic that like really really matters to you? No, the problem isn't the essay. My, my question is if I should work on the essay or I should help my mother first. Well, so I, I, the 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 conflict is apparently that you're. Could you do both? Uh, well, I could do one well and one not well. Aha. Uh-huh. So, I can do everything right. Okay. And if you had a way of doing the essay quicker, would that free up more time to help your mom? Yeah. If I don't get the highest mark, then if I if I let a lower mark and not do it all the way, then I can't my mother much more. Aha. Uh-huh. And, and is what your mother needs something that has to be done tonight? 
definitely. Then I, then you know what? I would help my mother, and I would definitely expect you to have Siata Deshmaya writing the essay. You know, you took the words from me. You know, I believe that. Uh, in the minute you help your mom, you will get the Siata You get Siata Hashem is going to help you. will be very, very easy. And Bezat Hashem, you will. And, and you know what? And even sometimes you don't get the top mark. But you're getting the top getting mark. You're getting the top mark from a different location, different part of your body, different uh, everything. So and I just want to say, the fact that you're asking this question means that you're such a significant person. It Thank means you. that you're such a that you're a, a, you're a person with tochen, you're a person with depth, and you're a person with with you, you want to do the right thing. And, and, you, and some people say the heck with school or this and that, but you you have real substance to you. So you're gonna have you're gonna you're gonna bang out that essay like you can't imagine. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, I appreciate and, and, it. And you know what? And I'm telling you, you are because I feel it. I hear it in you. You have, and and you just. What the beautiful thing about is that you want to make everybody happy. So Hashem's going to help you. If not now, then when? Right. So be matzliach, be matzliach. Amen. Call back Amen. and tell me that you got an A plus on the essay. Thank you so much. Okay. Thanks for calling. Bye. Hi, you're Hello? on the air. Hello? Hi. Um, yeah, you said that you challenge a kid to call in for a problem. Yes. Yes. So I called in, and it, this problem started at the beginning of the year that we played a lochem in my class, in my lunch recess. Right. We have a game on lochem. Yep. And For anybody that doesn't know, that's a game that kids play outside. And we have kids that sometimes come in late to the game on lochem. And sometimes they would say, oh, you can't play now. You have to play this game. And no one likes it. Really. And there's two kids that are always in charge of the game. And no one likes it. Then you have one kid that has his brother and says, my brother's going to play, and if you don't want to play, then you don't have to play. And then, at, at the end of the day, the, at the end of the day, his, his, his brother's whole class is also playing. Like, half, half of his class is also playing. And no one likes it. And then, let's say, usually I like being it. So let's say I'm the one that's being it, I would say, in the game, the game, if God says it's happy cat, then I would say, no, it's not fair. I'll say, why? And they would say, but then you would stop just to say, oh, it's cat. I'll say, I'm going to do that. And then, just, then there's always the same two kids that say, no, you can't do that, you can't do that. And then I say, I cat them. They're cat. And they and say, no, it's not fair, it's not fair. And then the, and then, and then the two kids are in charge of one the other that's one of the other day. They say, if you have two witnesses and they see that it's not cat, you're not playing. Oy. And no one likes it. I, what, I I'm, I'm hearing it. over and over again something that I'm not understanding. Two kids are in charge. Does the school pay them? Who put them in charge? No one pays them to put them in charge. They put themselves in charge. Not because they're a kid that... But what does that mean? You sound like a pretty intelligent kid. You could be in charge. No. Tell me. I don't want to be in charge. Ah, I want, you know I, why? I don't want to to look up to me. Ah, because you're smart. Because you evidently don't need that to feel good about yourself. You don't need oh. to have a bunch of kids running around after you saying, hoo-ha, you're in charge. I think that, I think that there are a few ways to handle it. First of all, to, to find a way 
to include everybody or to get everybody if if people people are playing the game and they want to play the game and these guys are taking charge then you know what then there's nothing that you're always going to have person people that do that and those are the personalities that are like that and it's, it, if they are hurting people if they're calling people names or making fun of people that's a different story if they're just like the leader type of kids you know what that's part of life look up to them. yeah but that's part of life as you as you get older you seem smarter than most kids you seem smart enough to know that there's other things to look up to I'm not going to explain for myself I, I, I'm going to my class also I mean right. there's stuff in the class right no one likes that everyone agrees on it so if, if, if everyone agrees on it then you should maybe like try and change it up one day and see if someone else will I be in charge it happened yesterday that I said I'll, I'll, nothing, I'll be it so I'll be it we started the game yeah like in my class that came, my class came up to me and said I play I mean, she like, who's in charge of the game? Like, what do you want to know? He told me, I want, I want to sit in the class if I can play. And she's like, she's like, one of the kids in the class that get the cover. So like, I, I really don't care. So I don't need to do with me. And I said, no one's in charge. Class is in charge and you can play. They walk. They play. Wow. No one likes it. Listen, it's, 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 a, it's a system. <clears throat> and if, if you, you know what? I would, I, I would, not during recess, I would like, Outside of recess, I would gather a few people together and discuss it and see if you could collectively make a plan on how to, like, take over the game a little bit. But it has to be not you alone. You're not going to do it. You're not going to be able to succeed alone. You need to get three or four people that you say don't like it and say, hey, you know what? Not in a way to humiliate these guys and make these guys feel bad. Not in a way to, like, unseat them or embarrass them. But, like, if five guys walk over to them and say, hey, you know, guy... Listen, we want to be in charge also a little bit. So, can you give us a chance? I bet you they'll feel the pressure to let you do it. But you have to have like five or six, five, five people together walking over to them in a way that's like, it's called like a, a, a subtle pressure. Like, like small pressure. Like, you know, like, yeah. Not, 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 ma not major like bullying, but just like this is, what, this is how we want to do it. And I bet you they'll feel they'll feel the pressure to give in. Try it. I try telling I try telling one of the kids in my class, like you know, it's not right that yeah, like you like you look at your class like the one's in charge. No one likes it. And he told me straight up, if you want, don't play. But I'm saying, if you approach them like that, then they're gonna say that. If five or six kids approach them and say, "Hey, we want a chance to be in charge too," don't make it about them. If you can accuse them, then they're going to defend themselves. Make it about yourself. I want to be in charge. It's something I want. You can't, it's, it's, it, so you're not attacking them. You're not saying they can't have it. You're saying you want it too. So you, fo you follow what I'm saying? I, I understand what you're saying. So it happens <coughs> that me and the others, you kids in my class, that we went over to him. Remember the same time, we, we did like, we'll go. Like, we like, went to the next. And we told him, you know. I mean, we were talking in a nice way. We, and and that, that kid understood us. But he right. said, like, oh, yeah, I don't want mean, to. He, he tried to ignore us. I think that if you, I think you can't do it. You have to do it at the same time, and you have to do it, like, together in a way that's, like, you know, with, with like, some confidence. 
Say, you know what? We're not. We don't want to fight. We don't want to disrupt the I game. We all, now say say like we just we want to we want to make this work, and we want to all feel good about the game and let we could do it. So there's like a few kids in the class that no, if we ask them, they're sure not going to let us play. But see, if you have most, if you get like a group of kids, it's a big group of kids, then it's not a matter of them not letting you play. You are the ones that are playing. If six or seven kids decide we're not playing, then they don't have a game. So at one, one time, we had a game, and the kid, and the kid in the class was in charge that, at that point. said, oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to play. Then we had, like, a little cat kids in our class playing. And we had, like, half, half of half of the younger young brother's class playing. And we said, no, it's not right. So at one point, one kid in the class came in and said, you're not right, you should not do that. We started our own game. And it worked. Perfect. All right. So see, see, that's a mahalach. Thank you so much for calling. I want you to try it and call back and tell me if it worked. Okay? Thank you. Okay, I'll be waiting for your call. Thanks. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Good. Um, I just wanted to say that we... Um, our school went to the Sarah thing. Yeah. And it was inspiring. It was very inspiring. I was so happy to hear that. What inspired you the most? Um, it was like a speech by Robert Waxman. So, uh-huh. so it was like, I was like, whatever. <laughs> you know what? How old are you? 14. 14. Okay. So I have I know a 14-year-old also that told me that it was very inspiring. I think it was inspiring to see what has come from Benosi's role, what one person's vision could create. The it is the, like so much evil. Like the place is like huge and like, it's it just, like it's just a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful it's a beautiful beautiful yeah. thing. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, thanks. Okay. You know, this is a story about one person that changed the the, the, the girl's life. I'm telling you, and in the beginning, I know that she had so many objections and unbelievable, and she did it. Yeah. And I want to tell to every one of us, it's possible to change uh, your life and you know and, uh, everybody. But first of all, you have to be determined and believe and aim it. You know something, my 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 Zaidi, my my. My mother-in-law's father, Rabbi Yonazev Hershkowitz Zatzal, was married to the daughter of Rabbi Yamin Wilhelm, who, the, these are people that were Yechidim, that started Torah Vedat, that started, the, the, started Yiddishkeit in, in the United States with such koach, but you can't imagine you can't imagine it, 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 it. It's not possible to understand the vision of 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 people. You know something, and and they weren't these balegaava. God forbid, they weren't these these big politicians. They were people, people. That's that's the great about it. That's hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Baruch Hashem. What? Okay. I would want to ask. I wanted to ask you if you can please help me with something. I, I hope I can. Okay, I have a hard time waking up in the morning for yeshiva. Ah, uh, uh, you are not alone 
And that is a problem that many, many people have. And I find... My, the, the, do you sleep well? Uh, I think so. What time do you go to sleep? About 10 o'clock. That's, 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 that's early. <clears throat> and, and what time do you have to wake up for yeshiva? 6 o'clock. It's very early. Why do you have to wake up so early? What time do you have to be in yeshiva? Uh, about seven o'clock. Wow! And you have to, you have to, and how long does it take you to get there? You go by bus. Sometimes. Okay, and otherwise, oh, you you have to get driven there because you're late. I I I think that, but let me ask you a question. After dominating in yeshiva, how was your learning? It depends. I mean, are you are you are you able to learn? Or are you tired during shear also? I'm able to learn. Yeah, able to learn. And you and you you're holding and learning. You love learning. What? You you love learning. You're you're able to learn. Yes. Okay. How old are you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. So, I think that this is this is pashut uh, a a a battle that a lot of kids face. I think the first thing I would tell you is if you do sleep in a little late, make sure that whatever you do, you're able to get to shear and you're able to get your learning in, that you don't let it ruin your day. Okay? That okay. You, at least you're maintaining the, the stamina of the important part. I think if your day becomes solid, two things will happen. I think that you'll be tired at night and you'll fall asleep quicker. And I think that you might have an incentive to get up a little bit more in the morning. But I think that what happens to a lot of kids is the day starts off wrong and then the day doesn't go so well and it starts a pattern so it's not so gishmak to get up in the morning. Could that Does that sound like it makes sense? Yes. Okay. If you knew that you were the star and that your res was really, really appreciating the fact that you were in sheer, and if you, you were you were having to one reason's question during sheer, and your Rebbe flipped out and said, like, that's unbelievable, trust me, you would it would affect you that you would be excited to get up. But the problem is that the day starts fresh left. I know by me, if I my schedule doesn't start the way I want it to start, then my day just goes on like low octane. I feel yucky. If I don't have my tefillah, where I, and I'm done. Sounds like you're a kid that appreciates davening, appreciates being a davening, no? Yes. Okay. So that's it. That, that, let, that's, let, me ask, uh, let me ask you some question. Uh, do you understand the davening? What? Do you understand what you do? Some of it. Yeah. It, 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 it's, that's, a hard, that's a hard one. And uh, that's hard to ask a 50-year-old. The, the understanding that I, I expect from a 50-year-old is to understand that... The co no, no. The, the, look, uh, first of all, I, I tell you what, uh, what is working on me. I'm just telling you the truth. That's yeah, thing we, about, uh, because okay. all of us, as they, they kind of... Uh, I would say laziness or yetzerah, whatever, in the morning especially, that, uh, get out from the bed and, you know, I think that, I think that, again, it's maybe in a different perspective, but uh, there may be many years of perspective that 
the first thing they say, say, Moderni. I'm, you know, but, but and, 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 you know, and I just moving my fingers and I said, you know what? I but, have it. I have it. Thanks but, God. You but know, Nisi, this is a 50 year old boy who has the world. He's 15. He, he is 15, you know, no. and believe me. And 15 too heavy. years. Too I, heavy. I, okay. I too think, heavy. I, I think that's. Sadek, you're fine. He's <laughs> fine. That's, that's no <laughs> question that he's fine. It's and no you're going to get over it. Fun. And trust me. You know what? My pediatrician was, I asked my son, I asked about one of my kids, when's he going to stop, uh, when, when, when is he going to stop wearing diapers? He said, buy his chasana. <laughs> Don't worry. You're going to be getting up in the morning. You, if, you, if you follow and you, you, and you, you do the right things during the day and you hook yourself up with, the, with your rabbi and you hook yourself up with sheer and you do what you need to do, you'll, you'll, you'll get yourself up in the morning. It, it's, and that's why Kodesh Baruch Hu gives all the halachot and the leeway of zmanim and and, 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 and you know what Hashem gives tashlumin for tefillah if you miss mincha you can dive in two shemun esrays say well what kind of shake it's Mrs. mincha <laughs> what, what do you mean but but, but Gemara talks about it right because apparently because Baruch Hu entertains it as a possibility because life is a work in progress so I need to tell you one thing before I hang up you're a fabulous kid if you love learning and you're in learning and you're getting to yeshiva and you're learning you're a fabulous kid and you're better than 99.9% of the other teenagers that are walking around in the world because other 15 years old in Utah and Idaho and Oregon and, and California and everywhere else are out skateboarding and picking their nose and you're learning so don't worry you'll get there I, Simcha, I think that you uh, misunderstand me. That I don't. I, I agree with you hundred percent. My, my things to help uh, uh, our listeners that just to realize many things that you know that we we'll take it uh, for granted. And we talk about sacrifice. You know, in the beginning right. of the show, we're talking about sacrifice. They're talking about giving something from yourself and feel the uh, the essence. What are we doing in this place? You know, teenagers right. looking all over. I was teenage. And I remember, I'm still teenager somehow, and I remember myself all the questions that I had in my head and where, what we're doing here, what we are, you know, all the places taking away. But this definitely, definitely thing that you have a kind of small technique, some some small thing that will help you yep. to stand up. It's not something that has v'chalila, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. I have, I have uh, also teenagers, boys and yep. girls, you know, and you know them, but we all... Every, each, 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 each of them has a different characteristic and each of them has different way how to get up. One of the, one of the twins is jump from the bed on a single that you have said to him. The other one is a little take his time. Yep. And the goes. opposite when they go to sleep. So each one of them working with our nature and what, to, uh, what Kadosh Bahu give us. But what, do, what, what, do you, what do you think? Was it helpful? Did yes. Okay. So tomorrow morning, Whatever it is, you're gonna you're gonna think about it, and you and you you'll get there. You'll get there. All right. I would. Okay. I, I was sure you were 17, not 15. So don't worry. You're you're ahead of your game. Thank you for calling. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Atzlacha. Hi. You're on the air. Hello. You're not on the air. You know, where where in life do you have 15 year olds 
They are worried about getting up for davening. Hi, how are you? You're on the air. Me? Yeah, you. How you doing? I'm very inspired out. You're inspired out. Okay. And what are you inspired out about? Um, the Sarsenera thingy. <laughs> Tell me what inspires you about the thingy. Um, the whole, the whole crowd and everything else. And also the bus was fun. Like a lot of fun. Really? Really? Okay. Yeah. How old are you? Me, I'm 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Okay. So this is probably one of the most important things that's happened to you in your 12 and a half year old life. Yeah. So you're going to remember this. And I want to tell you something, young lady. You're going to be telling your children that you were there. Right. Because well, this... So I wanted to ask you another question. Sure. Um, is there, like, my class, like, like a lot, like, two kids are in a... Two kids are in a fight, and Aye. um, like, is there anything for like people, like like other kids and me to do, like, because they're so in a fight, like. If if the biggest chesed, the biggest chesed you could do, yeah, is if you and another girl separate them and what? take them and try and make peace between them. You know what? I know a boy. And he used to have a friend that whenever two people have a fight in his class, one of the boys, his friend would take one of the boys aside and he would take the other boy aside and they would try and calm them down and tell them, no, he really doesn't mean it. He, he didn't want to hurt you. If you could like calm down one of the girls and your friend could calm down another one of the girls, then you could do a tremendous, tremendous chesed. That's, that's, that's the meat of Aaron Akain, of making peace. But you, you can't sit by and let it happen. You have to tell them, you know what, we don't want you to fight. Okay. All right? Okay, thank you so much. Thank I always listen to your show. I love that. <laughs> thank you so Every much. Thank you. Thank you so much. I love it, too. Okay. okay. Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, how are you? Yeah, my name is Laser Diamond. Hi, Laser. How are you? Um, Hi. Okay, I'm sorry. Hi, you're on the air. Hello? Hello? Hi, you're on the air. What's up? Hello? Hi, how are you? Okay, I have a question. Okay. Um, 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 I had a teacher who likes to psychologize and she likes to, you know, ask everyone their personal questions e. and e. ask you if you have any problems going on at home or anything like that. E. And she keeps on calling kids over, and you feel at a loss, and I really don't know what to tell her because there's nothing to tell her. And I don't know what to answer her. And she keeps on saying that it's falling, everyone has things, but there's nothing she wants me to tell her. What am I supposed to answer her back? Oy. So, I, I'm not a big fan of teachers uh, asking kids uh, to tell them personal stuff. I'm not a big fan of that. I would, I would, if, 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 you know... If she keeps on asking you, you tell her, you know what? One one thing you say is like, I have somebody I could speak to. Thank you so much. But I speak to somebody, and you know what? And it's not even such a such a lie because you probably speak to your parents. Or you speak to somebody. I told tell her that already, and she said okay, but it's very good to speak to other people also. Uh, I, 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 I don't think that. 
I think I would just, if you don't want to speak to, if you don't, if you, that I would just try and find a polite way of, 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 of getting out of it. I really would. Yeah, and I have another question just. Okay. Um, my class is like a very immature class, and it's very hard to me and, I, and me and my friend. And the teachers really don't like our class because we're very immature, and it's very hard when they just act very silly and don't know what to tell them. What are you supposed to do about it? Like, and it really, like, grudges you. Is there another class you could switch to? What? Is there another class you could switch to? No, we don't. We, it's, there's only one class. There's only one class. A lot of times, that's like the luck of the draw. You got to try and make it work. It's very hard, I know, but uh, it will it will resolve itself because kids will grow up. If you keep it setting the example, it will grow up. I'm so sorry, we're out of time. I really wish we could talk more. You know what? Maybe you can get in get a call in next week. Okay. Okay. Thanks so much. Thanks a lot. Okay. You know, Simcha, the, the, the phone line is jammed, and and we don't have the time, you know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Oi, in the beginning of the show, we didn't have calls. Yeah, I know. Okay. Next so, week, was, 8 uh, o'clock, I'm here. Be'ezad Hashem, we will be next week, and uh, let's hear from our okay. supporters, you know. And I'm so glad we had teenagers calling tonight. Yeah, and, and the end, you know. Yep. Okay. Yep. So. Okay. Simcha Court, have a fabulous week. Clean for Pesach. Do your work. And Hashem's going to help you.